From WRC, I'm Brady Fitzgerald, and this is The Countdown. Tonight, we discuss the start of a brand new Gamecock football season. We break down all the changes from last year and look into key additions for the offense and the defense. Then, we preview our first opponent who, are, who are, we are big favorites over, Eastern Illinois. Plus, we discuss the injury to starting quarterback Luke Doty and look at the next men up. All that coming up. I'm here with my co-host, the J-Dog, Jay Weaver. What's up, G-Money Dog, homie bro? How's it going? Are you ready uh, You ready to get right into this, Jay? I've been ready. I've been ready for months. What, have you, what are you talking about? This is talking about ready, set, go. And I, there's so much we want to talk, cover today, especially football. Yes, well, I'm ready to get right into it. But first, Jay, who are we? What are we doing here? We are talking about the almighty Gamecock Nation. What are you talking about? That's, that's all I ever want to talk about. So uh, let's just get right into it then. Let's, uh, we're, we had Eastern Illinois coming up this week. We do. And, uh, and we're heavy favorites, Jay. Did you see the number? I didn't see the number. Why don't you inform Gamecock Nation? I will. It, the number is 42 and a half points for opening season. How do you get a half? I don't, I don't know. Where do these come and, from? I don't know. Vegas. Vegas knows. Vegas <laughs> always knows. There could always be a half in there somewhere. There might be. But, uh... Yes, our, our tune-up game is against Eastern Illinois. The Eastern Illinois Panthers are coming to town, and it's a night game. Uh, COVID's, COVID's quote-unquote almost over, and the city's ready. Well, the city's ready for a full-capacity football game. Let me ask you about this 42.5 favorite of Gamecocks over Eastern Illinois. Do you know that Eastern Illinois already played a game? Yeah, I did. Who do they play? Oh, you're cutting. That's me what I spot. thought. You're putting me on the spot. There. Indiana State. They went. They played last week against Indiana State. Saturday, the twenty eighth. And did they win? No, they lost twenty six to twenty one. Absolutely. That's good for us. That's absolutely good for us. And they they do have some key people that we need to keep an eye on, though. It is important. Their uh, top receiver, Demetrius Garrett, 116 yards, five receptions. And they're rushing 11 carries, 57 yards, one touchdown, and one two-point conversion for Harrison Bay Bowie. Sorry if I mispronounced your name if you're out there. But he averaged 5.2 yards per carry. And Otto Coons, he was 14 for 29 for 253 yards. But he had two interceptions. He also, I'm looking at the stats right now, he also rushed 11 times for how many yards? How many do you think? One. Negative 10. Oh. Negative 10. Not looking good for, uh, for our guy over there. But he did score a touchdown on the ground. So, big test for our defense just to see if, you know, 5.2 point, uh, two yards carry is not, is not, I mean, it's good. Sorry. So, it's not good look for our defense if we keep letting that happen. But we also got to remember who they played against. Yes. Yes, the, of course. The Sycamores of Indiana State. Yeah, the Sycamores, I mean, there's not, there's not much to say about this game. I'm sure... All the fans out there, uh, if you're if you're listening to us right now, there's probably a hundred percent chance you did not watch this game. But <laughs> but will we all we'll all be watching Saturday and yeah, let's uh let's just talk about the the key additions. You ready? Absolutely, but I think I'm too excited to uh, start yet. I need to get ramped up. What about you? I, I think we should get some excited get some more excitement in the building. I, I think so. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Williams Bryce Stadium. Now put your hands together for your South Carolina Gamecock. 
If that doesn't get you ramped up, what does? I don't know. And uh, you know who likes to get ramped up is one of our newest key additions, Mr. Shane Beamer. For the people who have been living under a rock, Mr. J, who who is that guy? That guy who is, is that. that where's, guy Will, is, where, where's Will Muschamp? Will, <laughs> Will Muschamp is, if you don't know, now you know, he is no longer here. He is with the high-speed other teams that we really not care about. No, we don't need to talk uh, about that. That is our all-time new uh, Shane Beamer, our head coach of the uh, Carolina football team. And he is so excited, as I am, and, and Brady, don't call me Tom, as is the entire Game Knock, Gamecock Nation for this weekend's first game against Eastern Illinois. He is, he is more than excited. He is more than excited, and ever since he's been in Columbia, ever since he sat down, we talked about it last year, at the end of last year when he got hired, he's been nothing but pumped up for this program. He believes that everyone here can make it to the NFL. He believes that this can be a national championship team, and in a couple of years, we'll all be behind him when he's raising the trophy for the national championship, because I, I believe in him, and the, he just brings the, the perfect energy for a football team. He brings the enthusiasm. He brings the energy, as you previously stated, about wanting this team to succeed. Going from nothing last year, no, it's not completely nothing, but a mediocre, mediocre at best to... Uh, me we won six games in two years. That, okay. uh, mediocre is a little overstatement. Uh, <laughs> you're absolutely right. So this, this guy, this guy, lineage of... Frank Beamer, one of the all-time greatest coaches of all time, he is going to lead this team to the promised land, I guarantee you. And it's not going to take five years. It's not going to take four. I'm going to say two years. Ooh. We will be winning at least nine games. And then three, we're going to be in an SEC championship game. This year, I'm going to go with six, hoping for seven. But his spirit alone, the, the energy, the, the charisma, the, the total atmosphere in which he brings in, not just him, but all his new coaches, all his new players, all the transfers that come in, even the players that weren't exactly supposed to be playing are excited and to, ready to take, take the helm and take advantage of this opportunity. And who exactly are we talking about? Well, we're talking about the new starting quarterback, uh, Mr. Zeb, Zeb Nolan. Mr. Zeb Nolan, he uh, and who is who is Zeb Nolan? I, Zeb Nolan. It seems like he just came out of nowhere. He did. He he's only been here a couple months, and he's a grad assistant. He was actually coaching. For yes, the team. He absolutely. He was an assistant coach. Uh, an injury happened to Luke Doty. I wish I still want to know who stepped on his foot. It, it was I a, still want to know. It, uh, I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to go into that. <laughs> but uh, so yes, our our pride and joy, number one quarterback, Luke Doty who we all expect to have a breakout year, and he still can. He's only missing a couple games, yes. and this first week is a perfect opportunity to see how Zeb Nolan comes in after backing up Trey Lance last year and seeing how he can play and how he can fit in the system. Well, let's hear what Shane Beamer had to say about Zeb. All right. There are many fans out there wondering why Zeb got the call. Why didn't Jordan get the or Jason get the call? Why didn't another quarterback get the call? So on the roster, we got f new freshman uh, Colton Gaither, and we also have new transfer Jason Brown. And as you had pointed out, at first, I was the same way. I was like, uh, you know, Zeb, he was just coaching for us. Uh, you know, he was at, he wasn't doing, he wasn't anywhere else. Like, I, I wanted a homegrown guy, you know what I mean? And homegrown for me, you know, would be like at least a semester here. But Jason Brown, who I was really a fan of, and I really thought he could get the job, especially with his connection to wide receiver EJ e Jenkins, sorry. And I really want to see him shine and really want to see him play. But 
I have that much faith in Beamer that he says that Cole, uh, Zeb's the guy. Zeb's, Zeb's the guy for the week. If he's been the best at practice, is he's been earning it, That's I, I, everyone's got to earn their spot. So everyone here is on even playing field. There's not been there's not one quarterback besides uh, Luke Doty who has been with the team for a full year. So everyone's got this had an equal shot, and clearly Zeb was the best. You know, I had my reservations. I really did because when I was watching the spring game, everybody had an equal opportunity to play. Of course, Doty was out there; he was doing well. I saw Jason, and you know. Um, I was really kind of disappointed a little bit because that connection between that wide receiver and Jason, that was something I was kind of looking forward to seeing if, by chance, Doty got hurt. But, you know, I was watching a press conference with Jason, and it kind of hurt my heart. It hurt my heart just a little bit. If he's hearing out there, we're all, we all feel the same way for the simple fact that you did put in the hard work. You yeah. came from FCS school, got, got the opportunity to come down here to USC to a Power 5 SEC conference school, and, and your expectations was if something happened to Doty, I'm going to step in. But it just so happens that there's only one reason, in my opinion, why Zeb got the call. Zeb earned the position by experience. Having previous Power 5 school encounters, he was able to step in the huddle and recognize defenses off the rip. He could pick up shifts on D and adjust the offense accordingly. It wasn't that he was better, per se. He was just more prepared. As, in, as you are in life. You have to show up. Be ready when it's your number that's called. You have to execute, and Zeb did that better. And when you look at the opportunities they had beforehand, uh, Jason Brown came from St. Francis, uh, a smaller school in PA, where Zeb came from North Dakota State, which is still you know not a huge school, but a Power 5 school. They got to play uh, last semester, actually, because they played in the spring uh, because of COVID. And he was the starter for that whole year. So it makes sense. He has, the, he has the reps. He has the control. And I'm sure he has the poise in the pocket to really carry this team for however many games he has to start. But that being said, um, I would like to see our guy Jason Brown get some shot out there, especially line up EJ Jenkins on the outside. Yeah. He's 6'7". Yeah. Just throw him out there and see how, what they can do. Oh, I, but, I, I think he's going to be there. Yeah, and I think he, I think EJ Jenkins, no matter what, will be a huge part of this offense with some other key additions from, you know, we got the guy from, we got Brown from Georgia Tech. He was calling receptions, got seven touchdowns last year off yeah. 21 receptions. Yeah. and Every so, third of his catch was a touchdown. And that cat is like a cat. He is, he is, he is not big, but he is shifty. You yes. know why my cat, female cat, got to let everybody know, my cat's named Michael Jordan, <laughs> and she is so quick. But this young man, he reminds me of him. He's quick off the ball. He's, he's shifty, gets through the defense. He'll make cuts where nobody else can cut. And I foresee a, a, a promised land from him. Not one, not two, not three, not four, but many touchdowns this year coming from that connection. Not only from Doty and Jason and Zeb, but with Jenkins as well. I really, I'm really looking forward to seeing the second half of this football game as, as Jason is going to connect with Jenkins, not one time, but I think at least two, <laughs> maybe 150 yards, because that second half is going to wear down Eastern Illinois, Eastern Illinois, and our team is ready. Yes, and if it's you know if it's the the, the tune-up game as we expect, if it's the 42 and a half points as we expect, so if it's the second half and we got to see Zeb, we got to see him where he is. I would love to see the second half go to 
Jason, if it's, you know, if the score prevails with it, and see see them connections, see the new people. And what you're talking about with, with Brown from Georgia Tech is that he will work with any of those quarterbacks, any of those qu- anyone. You always need a slot guy that once his ball, once his, <laughs> so once the ball is in his hands, he can just get it past anybody. Yeah. So he's got that breakout speed, and he can get down in the middle exactly what we need for over the middle of the field. You know, there was a um, – I was watching another um, press conference with our defensive lineman, Junior. His name is uh, Zach Pickens. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was asked of him, what do we need to work on? Because they did watch the game. And here's a funny fact um, that – Eastern Illinois almost had to, I believe, they did have to ask USC in order if they could play a game prior to this game because this was a, a, a scheduled game uh, with a pack five, a pack, uh, uh, SEC schedule that you're coming from Eastern Illinois. It, there could have been any other team that could come in here yeah. and they bid for it because you know how that happens is when smaller schools come to big schools, they get a, a portion yes, of yes. the funds. So mm-hmm. they all want to play us just to get money to upgrade their fields. Exactly. So they had to get authorization to play, and they did. And Shane Beamer was absolutely. And there's a reason for that. Do you know why? I'm going to assume that it's because they want them to be as prepared as possible. They want be, them to be warmed up. They want uh, this tune-up game to be really something that showcases what the offense is. But that's not what I, that's not what it is. And tell no, me what it's it is. A, that you're, you are correct. We wanted them to play early so we can see what their strengths and weaknesses are. And Zach Pickens, he said, what we have to work on is because their passing was pretty good and their rushing was pretty good. They got to do the read options. Our read options have to pick up a little bit better. We have to work on the sweeps, the powers, the double passes. Uh, those are things that the defensive line has to work on this this game um, and their preparation for it. So it's not just our high-speed offense that's going to be great um, and our corners are outstanding. Uh, all our juniors are, are, are seniors this year, sophomores are, are juniors, so on and so forth. Our people, our team is not anything like it was last year. When you have advantages that other teams don't, us, I'm sorry, Illinois, but we just do have a much greater advantage than you do. You have not even seen us play. Yeah. You, you may have seen the spring game, but what is that? Oh, and especially, I mean, Zeb wasn't even there. Yeah. They, this is going to be a whole new team, a whole new, uh, a whole new face of both sides of the ball. And as you were saying, the new face, well, not new face, but a new face of the defense is defensive end Jordan Strahan from uh, that just transferred in from Georgia State. He got ten and a half sacks with Georgia State last year, Mm-mm-mm. and he was the top edge rushing transfer. And now Shane Beamer got him here. Absolutely, that's what we need. We need we need more experience. Mm-hmm. We need. I mean, there's one thing to take not be able to get as many people out of the state of South Carolina that we want to. That ends up going to Georgia, Notre Dame, and Alabama. But when we do get some, they are high quality players, and they may not even be four star players. They might even be five star. Let me let me give you an example of this. Tampa Bay baseball team, right? Mm-hmm. They don't have hardly any superstars. They don't. But New York is the most highest paid team. And they're full of superstars. But who is the number one in that division? It's Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. They take the the people that want to play, the ones that aren't the greatest but build the best chemistry. This team that we have down here in South Carolina has the best chemistry. We may not be the biggest. Clemson's probably a little bit bigger. But chemistry-wise, 
teamwork-wise, they're not. They can't compare because these kids haven't had the opportunity of being ranked so high and getting and getting recruited by the big schools. This this team wants to win, and they're going to by provided by the motivation that our high-speed new coach Shane Beamer has provided. And you know who is the epitome of what we just talked about? Everything we just talked about wrapped into a player. We talked about it all year. And all offseason, all I've been hearing is great things about him, is Debo Tank Williams. Absolutely. He's going to be somebody to reckon with. Yes, another transfer from the University of Delaware. And he came in, He was uh, he's an inside linebacker, and he doesn't have the flashy, uh, the flashy star recruiting thing that you were just talking about. But he's got heart. I, I heard all offseason he never left the gym. He was always the first person there, last person out. And he's going to bring energy to this defense that – is going to scare other offenses. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I am going to go ahead, and we're going to do a, a, a fun fact segment. Ladies and gentlemen, check this out. Each show, we're going to do a little bit different for the for the last five to ten minutes, and one of them is fun fact. And one of my fun fact today is something that relates to Shane Beamer and Frank Beamer. And well, let me tell you, are you are you ready for this? Well, I'm I'm waiting for the the clip first. No, 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 the, not, no not yet. No, not yet. All right, all right, all right. Not yet. Here's the fun fact. All right. Frank Beamer, Shane's father. Very last game as a head coach for Murray State University was against what team? No idea. Eastern Illinois. <laughs> Would you look at that? I, I mean, there was two guesses I could have put. Absolutely. I, I and Shane, try. Shane's first game as a head coach of USC is against, guess who? Eastern Illinois. Eastern Illinois. That's the fun fact for the day. That's poetry. In motion, to that be honest poetry. with you. That is and, poetry. And, yes, Frank won. Yeah. And uh, so this, uh, this start to the next season and the next era of Gamecock football, this is not just a one-season thing that we're talking about here this you know Shane is hopefully around for the next 15 years he's a young guy let's get him in this building let's keep him let's keep him here and hopefully we can just keep building off everything that we've just been talking about and it's just it's all coming together you know I want to I'm excited I wanna, for this season I am too I want I want to say some bad news real quick okay we all know who Farrell Cooper is right mm-hmm well he got cut again I did see that yeah by the lowly Jags yeah. Well, I mean, they they cut Tim Tebow as well, but I mean, I mean he he's bounced around the league so many times. He will get picked up somewhere. But I mean, it's bad news. But I think I think it's going to be a, a, an, another optimistic way for him to say, you know what, I'm done moving. I, I'm going to get picked up by somebody else. And also, the great news, Cam Newton. <laughs> yeah, I I always forget that down here, no one's a fan of Cam Newton down here. But yes, if we're talking about the NFL, Cam Newton did get cut. That is a uh, huge. It was huge shock for especially as a Patriots fan. I was shocked, but I'm excited to see our former, uh, my former rival now, my star boy Mac Jones, and uh, I'm excited to see him play. But yeah, that. But that's uh, that's all I got to say is I'm excited to see them play. Well, let let me ask you something. What happened on this date? Another thing. What what happened on September 1st? What's important? Another fun fact. You're losing me on this one. Oh, I'm, I'm not sure what happened on September 1st. Well, this is just fun facts in history. Yeah. Uh, Liberty Bell arrived in Philadelphia in, <laughs> in 1752. <laughs> and also, this is interesting. I did not know this. But World War II. 
was started today when the Nazi Germanys invaded Poland. And it also ended today when Japan wow. signed a peace treaty. Huh. Did you know that? I didn't. That's that's very interesting. And uh, yeah, that's if we're also talking today is also I'm pretty sure it's like National Monkey Day or something. But that's another another fun fact about uh, September 1st. But um, let's get into let's what other happens at things that happened over the off season with with not talking about just this team right here, but last year's team is J.C. Horn got drafted eighth overall which is unbelievable eighth overall that's is, is phenomenal it's uh and he looks like he's going to be the best defense he he had a great defensive uh postseason didn't didn't accept and didn't allow one reception right the whole post i mean the whole preseason not yes. postseason and uh he looks to thrive in carolina with his good buddy our good friend smith yes that's that's gonna be a um, I I don't know how much time uh, game time Shai's gonna get because um, he's he's not the greatest but he is a rookie again mm-hmm. and he's gonna get the opportunities uh, he's gonna get a few reps here and there and and uh, hopefully uh, Dalton which I'm not a fan of um, gets him the ball a little bit mm-hmm. Darnold you mean Donald not Don- Donald <laughs> Donald Darnold Donald <laughs> the D the D, D. Yeah, let's hope he Sam uh, Darnold yes. he, he went to the bad USC if yes anyone's keeping track but uh yeah and so it's nice they're back on the Carolina Panthers they're staying here they're staying home and I like love to see it yeah, yeah I absolutely would too. love to see it and and I've already got my tickets oh I got one I got a good note you know what I'll be doing Saturday Oh, I mean, I know what I'm doing. Saturday. What are you doing Saturday? What am I doing Saturday night? Yeah, seven o'clock. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to Carolina football game in the student section. Completely packed student section. We're finally back. I can't wait to give Shane a warm welcome with all of our cheering and yelling and mm-hmm. screaming. And I can't wait to watch this team put up some put up some points. I bet you I got better seats. I will better be on. I will section. be on the field. On the field. Faux shizzle my nizzle. I will be on the field. In the uh, media section. Ooh. Yes, sir. I'll be nice. with the camera. So that means next week, I you better get some good notes. I'm, uh, absolutely. I, I'm ca- you better be getting yeah. some good notes. Yeah. In fact, you get to text me while you're in the game up there. Let me know where you're at. I'll get you on film. Oh, perfect. Yes. Perfect. So you're, are you working the, the camera? Yes. For, for which station? That I don't know. Oh. I just know that I got my credentials. I got my parking pass. And they say show up on this time. And I'm going to be there with the camera with a little vest on looking professional. That's what happens when you're a senior semester as a broadcast journalist. You get that, opportunities. That is awesome, my man. And uh, one last, we we missed out. We this whole episode we haven't talked about one big thing, oh. which is Marshawn Lloyd is back. He is. We now have Kevin Harris and Marshawn Lloyd, maybe the best two running backs in the SEC. Yes. And the one-two punch is going to be insane. And all I've heard is that he's been explosive mm-hmm. in the in the preseason or the the off season, and and he's back. So. I can't wait to see them both play. This is going to be an extraordinary game. I mean, it's not going to be just uh, uh, SEC playing this this little school. It's going to be a statement game from USC to let everybody know we're back. Oh, and it's gonna it's gonna show who we are. Yeah. It's gonna show whether and whether it's a good thing or a bad thing because we like to keep it positive here. But yeah. you know, if it's whether it's a good thing or a bad thing, this will show our grit. This will show our toughness, and this will show 
that we want to win. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, before we get going here, we only got a few minutes left, but uh, we want to introduce a couple new segments that are going to come up in the next few weeks, especially starting this next week. We do have an email. What is that email? So we just got an email. It's called vcountdownwsc at gmail.com. So email us questions. Email us submissions for this contents that yes. Jay came up with, and I'll let him uh, take the wheel. So we all know uh, America's Got Talent out there, but we want to know what USC has. We want USC talent. What we want you to do is we want you to record a song, your song, and send it into that email address, and we will play it on the air. And if you're shy, can you sing? Can I sing? Yeah. Have you ever sang karaoke? I actually, I've always wanted to. Have you? I can always sing in the shower. That's I, always fun. I, I do that sometimes. The old lady says, what are you doing? Turn that <laughs> off. It's the same song over and over again. But hold on. Wait. Wait. Do you hear that? Hold on. Hold on, everybody. Oh, my God. Hello? Who's that at the door? Who, who's that? This is uh, Elton John. <laughs> Elton John, what are you doing over here? Well, I want to sing a song for you real quick. You mind I do it? What do you think? We got a minute. I'll give you a minute, Elton John. Okay, okay. we got to be quick. Okay, okay. <laughs> it's a little bit funny. <laughs> this feeling inside. <laughs> I'm not one of those who can easily hide. <laughs> Don't have much money, but boy, if I did, I'd buy a big house where we both could live. Uh, Mr. Elton, I know you're just getting into it, but I, uh, I'm at to cut you off. He's got to uh, go. He's got to go. Mr. Elton, Elton he's gonna have to go. That was the best voice I ever heard, Elton, by the way. <laughs> he, uh, so we want submissions like that to end off our show. We, don't want, uh, we want some more fan interaction. We will have an Instagram and Twitter by next week, so we will say it at the end of each show. And this has been a great show. Hey, one more thing. We are not only being heard in South Carolina and Columbia. We are also in Texas. My daughter, Tamaya, give you a shout-out. She is living it live. She's listening to us now. Go, Tamaya. Um, yeah, I have, I have my family at home in Maryland listening as well, and we have all over the world. So everyone wants to hear what you guys got in Columbia. And other things that happen real quick in sports is that this week also – Clem Sucks is playing. Oh, sorry, I meant Clemson. Is no, you playing, said it right. Is playing Georgia in a huge number three versus four ranked match. So that'll be great for college football. I forgot that we have a show after this, so we got to really wrap this up. Yes, All sir. right. Well, that does it for the countdown. The music for this show is called No Time to Lose by Morning Light Music. Don't forget to download your submissions, people. We do have rewards. The countdown is a production of WSC News and is produced by myself and Jay Weaver. Jay Dog. If you like what you hear and want to check out more WSC News podcasts, head over to GarnetMediaGroup.org or any other podcast streaming services. Follow the whole news network at WSC News on Twitter, on Instagram. Uh, Gmail us at CountdownUSC.gmail. That does for the week. I'm Brady Fitzgerald. That's Jay Weaver. And the countdown ends in three, two, one.